All praise is due to Allah. We praise Him, we seek His help, and we seek His forgiveness. I bear witness there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad وسلم, is Allah's final messenger to humanity. The best of speech is Allah's speech. And the best of guidance is the guidance of the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and the worst of the affairs are the add-ons to the religion for every add-on to the religion is a heresy every heresy is an act of misguidance and every act of misguidance is worthy of being in the hellfire brothers and sisters today is the best day the sun has risen upon even though it's cloudy out there Today is a day of blessings, joy and forgiveness. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that every one of us experiences the joy, the blessings, the forgiveness that Allah azza wa jal places in this day. Allah azza wa jal avails to you his saving love and mercy. And our obedience to Allah is the basis on which Allah dispenses his saving love and mercy and allocates our ranks in Jannah, even though our obedience and good deeds in themselves do not merit salvation independent from the mercy of Allah Azza wa And Allah wants you to give him your utmost love and worship. This is why he created us. Allah Azza wa Jal created us to be the recipient of His love and mercy and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to give Him our utmost love and worship. Allah Azza wa Jal says in Surah Al-Dhariyat وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ مَا أُرِيدُ مِنْهُمْ مِنْ رِزْقٍ وَمَا أُرِيدُ أَنْ يُطْعِمُونَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الرَّزَّاقُ I did not create jinn and man except to worship me. I seek not livelihood from them, nor I seek from them to feed me. Indeed, it's Allah who is the provider, the Lord of strength, the mighty. That is in Surah Al-Dhariyat 51, 56 to 58. Allah Azza wa created us to worship Him and to worship Him alone without any partners. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Most High, totally refuses to share the worship, adoration, and veneration that are due to Him with idols. For idols neither contributed to our creation, provision, nor salvation. Allah wants us to worship Him alone without any partners. Allah does not want us to worship Him and to worship anything with Him. That is idolatry. And there are many shades of idolatry. If a person goes to a grave and he prays to Allah using the name of that person who is buried in that grave, this is a shade of idolatry. If a person goes to a righteous deceased individual and asks that righteous deceased individual to pray to him, to Allah, to grant him some request, this is a shade of idolatry. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala totally refuses 
to share the worship, adoration, and veneration that are due to him with idols. For idols neither contributed to our creation, provision, nor salvation. And for this reason, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the history of humanity commissioned numerous messengers to go to different communities from the humankind asking them to worship Allah and Allah alone. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran in Surah Al-Nahl 1636 We verily commissioned in every community a messenger proclaiming worship Allah and shun false gods. From Nuh to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from Nuh to Muhammad, may Allah's peace and blessing be upon them and all of the messengers of God, all of them have the same job description. To go to those communities and invite them to worship Allah, Allah alone and to shun false gods. And Allah Azza wa Jal brought you and brought me to existence for worshipping Him. This is your profession. If someone asked you, what is your profession? See? If somebody asks you, what is your profession? You may be inclined to say, I am a builder by profession. Or I am an engineer by profession. I am a doctor by profession. I am an accountant by profession. May I suggest to you this afternoon that this is not your profession, this is your career. Your profession is to be a worshipper. You need to think in the mindset, my profession is to be a worshipper. This is my profession. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created me. Every day remind yourself that your profession is to be a worshipper to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gave you your eyes, your ears, your hearts, your gifts and talents and financial resources to worship Him. And this is why He brought you to existence. So what is worship? If Allah the Most High created me and you to worship Him, then it becomes crucially important for us to know what worship, ibadah, entails. What does it mean? For the many non-Muslims, worship is reduced to music, singing, and dancing. For many Muslims, Worship is reduced to rites and ritualistic movements. But loved ones, the concept of worship goes way beyond rites and ritualistic movements. Worship is a blend of loving, trusting, adoring, cherishing, venerating, obeying, fearing, and being grateful to the one God, mankind's creator and mercy giver. That is worship. And central to worship is submitting yourself to Allah as it is your voluntary response to His call to enslave yourself to Him. Brothers and sisters, you are a servant to anything that becomes a dominating influence in your life. And Allah wants to be a dominating influence in your life. When you allow Allah to be the dominating influence in your life and then you become His servant, 
and you live your life on purpose. You become purpose-oriented in everyday living. And worship is to make yourself a slave to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To make His agenda your agenda. His goals, your goals, and His purposes, your purposes. That is worship. Worship entails every act that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Worship is the internal and the external submission and subordination out of love, adoration, and glorification to the beloved Lord. So essential to worship is submission. But as we know, we all live in a culture that teaches us to be masters. Never give up, never surrender, never forego your ways. You have to win, you have to conquer, you have to be on top of it. You have to prove yourself, I am free, I do what I want. This is the mentality of many people. And therefore the concept of submission denotes a meaning of defeat, degradation, and loss of freedom. But actually, brothers and sisters, submitting to Allah is about being victorious. Because in reality, every human being submits or surrenders to something. Some submits to themselves. Some worship their desires, some submit to money, some submit to their personal inclinations. One poet said, فَرُّوا مِنَ الرِّقِّ الَّذِي خُلِقُوا لَهُ فَبْتُلُوا بِرِقِّ النَّفْسِ وَالشَّيْطَانِ They escaped the bondage that they were created for, so they became the slaves of desires and Satan. But when you become a slave to your Creator and Mercy Giver and Savior, you are in good hands. He is the most merciful Lord and He treats those who submit themselves to Him with love, mercy, honor and respect. But if a person makes a decision not to enslave himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this person will fall captive to ideas, desires, and practices that will bring to him pain, suffering, and sadness. So worship is your labor of love. And you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most high, the most. That is worship. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created me to worship Him, then is it a fair question to ask, why did Allah create me to worship Him? What is in it for me? What is the benefit of worship in it for me? Why? What do I have to gain from this worship? Well, the answer for this question could be taken from Surah Al-Baqarah 2.21. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, يا أيها الناس اعبدوا ربكم الذي خلقكم والذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون. Oh my God, worship your Lord who created you and those who before you in order to be pious. That is what is in it for you. There are happiness, success, joy, and contentment in it for you. That is what worship brings to us. Worship makes you the best you can be. Worship strengthens you with the nutrients that you need to fortify your will. And worship supplies you with strength and power. And worship is your way to paradise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to be happy, 
contented, successful, a winner, a victor, and an overcomer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want you to go through life feeling self-pity, defeated, low self-esteem, and living in self-imposed mediocrity and deprivation. This is not Allah's plans for those who submit to Him, for those who worship Him. Listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants for you. Allah wants you to be on the winning team. Allah says in Surah Al-Mujadila 5822, Surely the party of Allah is the successful one. Allah Azza wa Jal wants you to be successful. I love what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Mu'minun, the first ayah. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ Indeed, the believers have succeeded. The fact that I made a rational decision, the fact that you made a rational decision to be a believer entitles you to be a successful. The more you live in faith, the more success you will attain. And not only that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to be a winner. Allah azza wa jal says in Surah Al-Hashr 59, 20, the people of Jannah are the winners. Brothers and sisters, they are people who want to go to Jannah. But while on earth they live like hell. It does not work like that. They want to go to Jannah, but while on earth they do everything that is wrong in the book, they live like hell. And believe me, brothers and sisters, People whose life is like hell are the losers. They're not the winner. One cannot be a winner while being a habitual sinner. One cannot be a winner while being a habitual sinner. But people whose life are like the Jannah are the winners. Because Jannah should be on our minds. And if Jannah is on our minds, then our lives on this earth becomes like Jannah. And we can do that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, وَمَن يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا Whoever obeys Allah and His Messenger, he has achieved a great victory. So people who obey Allah and His Messenger, their lives is like Jannah. Jannah on earth before the Jannah that they will be internalized in on the Day of Judgment. And not only that, Allah wants you to be overcomer. Allah Azza wa Jal wants you to be a victor. Allah says in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ سَبَقَتْ كَلِمَتُنَا لِعِبَادِنَا الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِنَّهُمْ لَهُمُ الْمَنْصُرُونَ وَإِنَّ جُنْدَنَا لَهُمُ الْغَالِبُونَ In 37, 172-173, our word has come first that our servant messengers are the victors and verily our soldiers are the overcomers you are a soldier of Allah when you make a decision to live a life of loyalty obedience and commitment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are a soldier of Allah when you make a decision to swim against the current as you know the salmon swims against the current to reach its destination and it does not swim against the current in a flat land. It swims against the current and sometimes it has to jump the fish ladder. Sometimes it has to swim up waterfalls. 
and it has to dodge the lures and the hooks of the fishermen. You and I should have the mentality and be prepared to swim against the current. The current of moral laxity. The current of this is how everybody is doing it. The current of this is how we do it back home. The current of me comes first. We need to swim against the current to reach our destination. Jannah is our destination, brothers and sisters. And Allah wants you to live in excellence, not in mediocrity. The Prophet tells us, إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَتَبَ الْإِحْسَانَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Verily Allah ordered perfection upon everything that you do. Perfection. Brothers and sisters, if we take this prophetic teaching seriously, the value that will be added to our lives is nothing less than revolutionary. It will make a more impact on our lives than the impact of the invasion of electricity brought to people. Allah wants us to do everything with, with perfection. So do your job with excellence. Clean your home with excellence. Treat your spouse with excellence. Do your work with excellence. If you are a doctor, treat your patients with excellence. If you are a businessman, conduct with your business with integrity, with honesty, with excellence and see how much of a difference you will make. If you are a student, do your homework with excellence. If you are a teacher, teach with excellence. Let us take the value of this hadith and implement it in our lives. Live an excellence-driven life. Drive your car with excellence. Park your car with excellence. Let us be excellence-driven people. There was a youth who wanted to go to the university to get degree in Islamic studies. And when he went to the university, he was interviewed, and the interviewer told him, why do you want to get a degree in Islamic studies? He said, I dream like my father. I dream like my father had a dream. My father was an imam, and the people came to the masjid before even the khutbah started, before even the sermon started. They parked their car nicely, they put their shoes on the shoe rack neatly, they came into the masjid and they listened to the khutbah carefully, and when they walked out, they donated generously. So impressed was the interviewer, he said, your father was able to achieve that? He said, no, he dreamt about it, and I'm dreaming about it. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, Excellence should not be a dream, should be the reality of the believer. Excellence is not a dream for us, it should be the reality of believer. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants for us. So do your life with excellence. Live an excellence-driven life. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants for you. And your worship to Allah brings to you all these benefits. This is what is in it for you. And what I would like to share with you this afternoon, that worship is not an option. You and I are created with the need to worship built in us. It is innate for you to worship. If you worship your Lord and Creator with accuracy and sincerity, you will attain your best as a human being. 
and those who worship their Lord without sincerity, and those who do not worship their Lord, they worship false gods, statues, idols, lusts in the shrines of desires, the result of that worship is to come down with all kind of individual and social illnesses. Worship, brothers and sisters, is like food. Everyone has to worship and everyone has to eat. If you eat junky, unhealthy food, you will end up with all kinds of problems related to your health, energy, and overall well-being. But if you eat good and healthy food, you will feel healthy, you will feel energetic. Likewise, everyone has to worship. A person who worships false gods, statues, idols, desires, I want to do everything that I want to do, I am free, I do what I want, people who worship themselves, they will end up with all kinds of spiritual problems that will render them to spiritual death. But the ones who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will attain their best in this life and in the hereafter. They will be given the opportunity to be eternalized in paradise. And every act of good deeds that you do is an act of worship. And Allah Azza wa Jal, due to His generosity, gives you for every good deed that you do. And remember, good deeds is not only about fasting and praying and reading Quran, but good deeds entail many activities. Being nice to people, being cordial, being friendly, helping others, helping the needy. Every act of good deed that you do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you at least 10 good marks. It could be up to 700 good marks multiplied, and even more. So brothers and sisters, be quick to do good deeds. Do not take whatever you have now for granted. Do not take the blessings that we have for granted individually, or do not take the blessings that the country has for granted. Everything is subject to change and vary drastically. Just if the temperature rises few degrees up, or if the temperature drops a few degrees low, the result is disastrous. We all know what is going on in the Midwest. If the temperature rises few degrees up, or if the temperature drops a few degrees down, the result is disastrous. So things can change very fast. Do not take whatever you have for granted. Be good to do good deeds. And Allah Azza wa Jal availed to you His saving love and mercy. Our obedience to Allah is the basis on which Allah dispenses His saving love and mercy and allocates our ranks in Jannah, even though our obedience and good deeds in themselves do not merit salvation independent from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in brief, Worship provides you with two main benefits. It allows you to be the best you can be, and also it allows you to receive the saving love and mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be eternalized in Jannah. 
إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم آمن روعاتنا واستر عوراتنا واختم بالباقيات الصالحات أعمالنا اللهم اهدنا واهد لنا واجعلنا سببا للهداية ولا تضلنا ولا تضل بنا ولا تجعلنا سببا للضلالة O oh Allah, give us peace, safety, and security. Allow us to finish our labor of love with righteous deeds unto you. O oh Allah, guide us and guide through us and make us reasons for guidance. O oh Allah, do not misguide us. Do not misguide through us and do not make us reasons for misguidance. إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون Allah commands justice, goodness, and the giving to the family and he forbids all shameful deeds, debauchery, and aggression he admonishes you that you may remember Loved ones, this is my reminder to you today I hope that Allah makes us from the people who hear the speech and follow that which is best. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad.